Hi, hello, and welcome, or welcome back to another episode of Bella's Bookish Banter Podcast. I'm your host, Bella. I'm a teenage girl who loves to read and talk about books, and if you do too, then this is the podcast for you, so please stick around. It's February. It's the season of love. Valentine's Day is right around the corner, and on the theme of love, I thought it would be fun to talk about and rate some of my favorite book couples. So, Please keep listening if you're interested. First, I'm going to do a little reading update. I just finished reading the These Violent Delights. (laughs) I just finished reading the These Violent Delights duet. I don't know if that's what... I think there's a different name for the duet. But it's These Violent Delights and These Violent Ends by Chloe Gong. Um, I finished reading Our... No, Our Violent Ends. I finished reading Our Violent Ends last night. And when I tell you my heart bro (laughs) was actually crying my eyes out that oh the the duet the whole both of the books so good i really love them so much um i'm gonna do a monthly wrap-up at the end of this month and i'll talk about those books more in depth there but yeah i loved them so much they were definitely worth the hype i'm so happy i read them they left me crying and hopefully i can read the um, the spin-off novella foul lady fortune um i hope i can read that soon because i love these books also i was trying to read what if it's us by adam silvera and becky albertalli i'm like 150 pages in i think but i'm like actually really sad because i had the highest hopes for this book and it's been on my tbr for so long um and i've liked adam silvera's work before and this book is just letting me down. I don't know, something about it. It's not it's not doing it for me. Like it's not only that I'm not like it's not that I'm just like not enjoying it. It's like I'm outwardly disliking the book. It just it feels really unrealistic to me. A lot of the char- like the characters are bothering me right now. I don't know. It's just I had high hopes for it. I'm being slightly let down. I don't know if I'm going to keep reading the book. Maybe I'll pick it up again later, but I don't know. Right now, I'm not very happy with it. I'm about to start reading Not Here to Be Liked by Michelle Quatch. I think that's how you say it. I put... So this is actually... I put a poll on my Instagram for you guys to help me pick my next read. And the choice was between Not Here to Be Liked by Michelle Quatch. And If This Gets Out by Sophie Gonzalez and Gail... Dietrich? Not sure how to say that. But they've both been on my TBR for a while. Um, I wanted to read Not Here to Be Liked more, to be honest. Um, but I still wanted to pull up a poll just for fun. And honestly, it was a pretty unanimous vote for Not Here to Be Liked, except for like two people maybe voted for If This Gets Out, um, which I'm very happy about because I did want to read that one. So I'm about to start Not Here to Be Liked when I finish recording this episode. And I'm so excited about that. By the way, if you want to keep up with me and the podcast and, like, whatever I'm currently reading, then you should definitely go check out the Instagram at Bella's Bookish Banter. And, yeah, I'm very excited for that. Hopefully it doesn't let me down, like, what if it's us is letting me down right now. Um, and, yeah, that was my little reading update. All right. Now it is time for talk about some of my favorite book couples and rating them. Let me explain to you my rating system. So, to be honest, um, it kind of doesn't make sense. It's kind of a little bit all over the place. But it's okay, because <laughs> I just thought it would be fun. So, the first thing I'm going to be rating the book couples on is their meet-cute. So, how they met, or, or like the whole premise of their relationship. 
the next is nicknames some of these couples i couldn't think of any nicknames for them so so um i'm gonna be rating some of them on instead of nicknames like just like kind of special things between the two like whatever the couple is um so yeah that's the second thing and then the third thing is just quotes or things that the characters have said to each other or quotes that represent their relationship for the quotes a lot of them when i was writing this preparing the episode a lot of the quotes i came up with were really just off the top of my head so i'm sure i missed a lot of good ones um but i don't own all the books or have all the books annotated to go back and look at quotes but a lot of the the quotes will be some of my favorite quotes oh and all of these things are going to be rated out of five and then at the end the final rating for the couple will be out of 15 and then we're gonna see which couple um is my favorite couple at the very end honestly though rating these was like really hard because obviously they're all my favorite book couples and so it's so hard to pick a favorite so i wouldn't really say my favorite favorite because all these book couples are like different in their own sense and they all have special things about them that make them my favorites i don't want to like specifically put them this is my favorite this is my second favorite this is my third but we it's just like a little fun thing that we're gonna do at the end time to talk about my favorite book couples starting off very strong we're gonna start with garrett and hannah from the deal by l kennedy here's the thing with this book <laughs> these are not the best books but i just i love them so much they're my comfort series i reread these books like every two months because I just they're they're so good so garrett and hannah are in the deal which is the first book in the series it, they're like companion novels about like a friend group and each person in the friend group has their own love story garrett and hannah they're the first ones so the premise of their relationship is so garrett and hannah both attend briar u like the university garrett is a hockey player and hannah is a vocal major when garrett flunks a major test that hannah aced he begs hannah to help him and tutor him hannah says no because she doesn't like athletes a little presumptuous of her but she doesn't like them however garrett is very persistent and when he learns that she has a crush on a football player very contradictory of her <laughs> he offers to help her make him jealous in exchange for tutoring so hannah finally gives in and this deal between the two begins eventually a friendship is formed which then eventually will turn into a romance. So that's the real premise. It's it's fake dating trope. It's kind of jealousy trope. So just going to talk a bit about why I love them. Why I love this couple. Garrett and Hannah are like complete opposites. They come from two completely different worlds. And they both think that they know the other. They both have like their presumptions. Well, more Hannah than Garrett. But they both have presumptions about each other and they they realize that the other was not exactly what the other one thought um they get to know each other and they let these walls come down and they fall for each other and eventually they get to know each other better than they know them like better than they even know themselves and it's just so crazy because it all came from like a perspective of thinking that you knew who this person was but then they turn out not to be who you were another thing about them is garrett is a complete simp for hannah it's the he fell first trope because he did absolutely fall for her. He falls absolutely in love with her, is like obsessed with her. He refuses to let her get away. Not in like a toxic way though. It sounds, to here's the thing. I 
heard about something that happens in the book and i was like that sounds really toxic but everyone was saying like no it's not toxic that's you, it, it makes sense when you read the book which is true it does make sense when you read the book is that like he doesn't want to let her go and he thinks he knows her better than but it's just it makes it makes complete sense when you read it um and it's actually so cute the things that he does for her he's just so in love with her before she even knows before she even is in love with him um and so it's so good so the me cute i gave them 4.5 out of 5 stars they just meet at the end of class but their whole like the start of like the, their whole relationship so he's just like begging and pleading with her and he does not give up they're both so stubborn and it's just it's so cute because this is like before they even like start their relationship and so it's so cute he's trying to get her to tutor him and she does not want to and again they're both two completely different people who know nothing about each other and so their first few interactions with each other are so interesting to read about they're so funny um their banter it's just it's so silly and so yeah i give their meet cute a 4.5 out of 5 stars the beginning of their relationship was very fun to watch unfold the nicknames Garrett calls Hannah Wellesley because Wellesley? Wellesley. I think it's Wellesley. Why does that sound wrong? Maybe it's because I never said it out loud. Let me, hold on, let me look this up. Yeah, okay, I was right. It's Wellesley. So Garrett calls Hannah Wellesley um, because her last name is Wells. She's Hannah Wells. And it's actually so cute. She doesn't even like the nickname at first, but then he just keeps calling her that and his his roommates start calling her that. And it's just the cutest thing. I actually really like the nickname, so I give the nickname rating four out of five stars. <sighs> quotes. I didn't. Here's the thing with the quotes. I heard someone once say that this book reads like a Wattpad book, but like in the best way possible. Cause it does. It's not. It's not written very well. And it does read like something you would find on Wattpad. However. I don't know why maybe that's just maybe that's something that just that's one of the reasons why it's like I don't know it's just such a guilty pleasure read for me I love to read this book regardless of how bad the writing is I love this couple and I love this book um but regardless of how not good the writing can be sometimes some quotes that are really nice Sometimes people sneak up on you and suddenly you don't know how you ever lived without them. It's so sweet. Garrett didn't even know Hannah existed before he found out that she did so well on the test. And afterwards, he feels so bad for not knowing who she was because he's like, wow, I met this amazing person. Like, and like he falls so in love with her. And he's just like, how could I, how did I ever live a life where I didn't know Hannah Wells? And it's just so sweet. And then another one, I think is, this is also Garrett for sure. I could watch you watching paint dry and I still wouldn't be bored, which is just, that one's so sweet. It's kind of silly, but it's so sweet. I give these quotes four out of five. All right. And so that leads us to an overall rating of 12.5 out of 15 for Garrett and Hannah in The Deal by L. Kennedy. All right. So another one. We're switching gears here. This is from a fantasy duet. Ayla and Cryer from the Cryer's War Duet by Nina Varela. Loved this book. This was my first, or these two books were my first reads of the year. And I absolutely loved them. They were great fantasies. They're, they're like really short. It's like 300 or 400 pages each. 
um and they're so good they are fantasy i wouldn't say the okay the romance isn't subplot but it's also not like the main plot either which does that make i i feel like that makes it a subplot but it's not it's like bigger than a subplot it's like half of the main plot is the romance i feel like actually no majority of the main plot of this book is the romance but then there's also the fantasy thing going on they are really good books though i definitely recommend if you like fantasy it's an easy to read world um and yeah so the whole premise of the relationship is crier is the daughter of the sovereign in thea which is the world they live in and ayla works for the palace for the sovereign's palace ayla wants crier dead because the sovereign is the reason her family is all gone and so she believes an eye for an eye. One day, Ayla accidentally saves Cryer's life, so she is promoted to be Cryer's handmaiden. And Ayla still wants to kill Cryer, so she sees this as the perfect opportunity to go through with her plan. But Ayla and Cryer are spending all this time together. They start to learn more about each other, and it gets harder for Ayla to follow through. So they get closer while also uncovering all these secrets, um, all this evil happening in their world and now they have to try to stop a war from being brought upon their kingdom why i love them um number one i came here to kill you trope which i love this trope i have not read enough books with this trope but it's so good there's just so much angst um and because ayla has wanted crier dead for so long it takes a pretty long time for ayla to come to terms with her feelings they don't get together to like halfway through the second book so there's ayla just does not does not want to give in to her feelings and crier kind of understands that she sees why ayla's holding back and there's just like yeah there's like a lot of yearning for each other um and it's like so it's like a slow burn and so when they do get together it just makes it so much more satisfying if i actually something interesting Sunny Kim reads on YouTube. She uploaded a video today talking about slow burn romance and why it's so good. And like, she kind of explained like the science behind a slow burn romance. And I really loved that video. It talks about why slow burn romances are so great and so satisfying. Personally, me, I'm a big fan of slow burn romance. So I really love the video. And if you're interested, you should definitely go check it out too. So also, the thing about the relationship is they live in a world where there's something called Otome, um, and they're like, they're like creatures. The difference between Otome and human is that humans are born, Otome are made, like they're designed, and so their two different species are very divided. Otome kind of rule over humans, and so that's one of the reasons why Ayla doesn't like cryer at all at the start of the book and you know eventually when they start liking each other it's a very forbidden like this would be crazy if anyone were to find out because these two people that aren't supposed to like each other at all even though they love each other so much would be in so much trouble if anybody were to find out and so you know they have all these stolen moments also the way this real the books are just written so beautifully i'm going to talk about it a bit more when i get to the quotes of the book but just the way the relationship was written is so beautifully and you could really understand so naturally why they loved each other so much and the different layers of the relationship that it was so impossible not to root for them. I just, I loved the way Nina Varela wrote. She, the way she expressed the relationship and how it came to be was just so well done. 
I loved it. It was great. <laughs> and that's why I love them so much. The meet cute. Ayla, I didn't really go into detail. But basically what happens is both Ayla and Cryer are in the woods. I think it's the woods where both of them are not supposed to be. When suddenly Cryer falls off of a cliff um, and she's hanging on. She's about to fall off when Ayla comes in and she saves her. unwillingly she doesn't know at the moment at the time she doesn't exactly know why she doesn't want to she wouldn't just let cryer die when it's something she's wanted for so long but she does save her in the end um and this is why cryer or ayla <laughs> ayla gets promoted to be cryer's handmaiden i would give their meet cute like maybe a, this is kind of low maybe a three um because i don't know <laughs> It just, it wasn't the most exciting of meet-cutes. Like, it wasn't a cute meet-cute. It was how they first interacted with each other. And it was interesting to read about. But like I said, it wasn't like the most fun of meet-cutes in terms of being cute. And so, I don't know. I give it 2.75 to a 3 out of 5 stars. I think I'm going to round to 3. Because I'm feeling generous. You know what? No, we're <laughs> sorry we're doing a 2.75 okay so they don't have nicknames for each other that i remember i don't think there was anything special that they called each other so in terms of rating instead of nicknames just gonna be rating like the little things that they have with each other which i talked about earlier um you know is all the stolen moments that they have you know Something I really loved about their relationship is that they, prior, would tell stories to Ayla. I think it only happened once or twice, but it was, like, early on into the relationship. Um, and it played a big part in how they came, how they started to break down their walls for each other. And, you know, let their mask down and start to actually know who the other person was. And, yeah, I guess that's, like, a special thing between the two of them. And so I would probably give that a 3.5 out of 5 stars for that. All right, now for some quotes. Lo I'm never going to stop shut up about this because the writing in this book, like I said before, so amazing, so beautiful, and you understood so much why they loved each other so much. The quotes are so beautiful. I was just absolutely blown away when I read some of these. Um, so like I said, I was trying to pick a few off the top of my head. Um, and so I have these two. The first quote I'm going to read now. I'm trying, Ayla, to learn you like a person, like people do, with the knowledge that I will never know everything, that it is impossible to know everything, because you deserve to be known in whatever capacity you wish. I am trying to become a person who deserves to know you. I want that more than anything. <laughs> when I read this quote, oh my god. When I read this quote, I was just so... Oh, like, I had to put the book down and pause. It was just, it was... Okay, it's actually really messed up because I just realized that my podcast stopped recording, like, 10 minutes ago, maybe. So, just was 10 minutes of my recording. And I'm not even kidding with you. This is not the first time this has happened to me. So, that makes this a really upsetting situation. But it's okay, guys. We're going to re-reset from where we left off. I think I was talking about the quotes. So the next quote I have from Cryer's War is, 
It's you, the wash of starlight, the old paradox. If the universe were static, I could stand anywhere in this world and my line of sight would end on you. Tell me, tell me that isn't amazing. Like, tell me that isn't beautiful and wonderful and incredible. I'm, like I said, I'm never going to shut up about this because the writing in this book, it's just, I don't know. There's not many more adjectives I can use. It's just, it's so beautiful. And you really understand all the different layers and the complexities that come for both of them and being in this relationship. And it's just so good. So I think I said, oh, I didn't say, but my overall rating for these quotes is 4.75 out of 5. And that brings the overall rating to an 11 out of 15. Of course, I'm going to talk about these. Love these couples. Possibly my favorite book couple of all time. Conrad and Belly from The Summer I Turned Pretty. We'll never shut up about this. My favorite series probably ever. I love Jenny Han with my entire heart. And yeah, we're the, yeah, let's, um, yeah, in case you don't know these books, basically, I'll be talking about the premise of more the relationship than the actual book. Belly has grown up every summer going to this beach house with her mom and her brother and her mom's best friend, Susanna, and her kids, Jeremiah and Conrad. All of Belly's life, she has had a crush on Conrad since she was a little girl, and they've grown up together. Eventually, one summer, everything changes for Belly. She really starts to grow into herself, and a romance between both of these brothers starts to become. And the series kind of goes on over a course of years, following Belly as she grows up, um, and she's growing into herself as a person, and her relationship with both the brothers and her family. Um, and so, yeah, these books are I okay. They are romance and they're marketed as romance but honestly i think these books go so much more beyond romance because they talk about friendships they talk about family and there's just so much lessons to be learned with these books i love them so much um and yeah so the me cute of this book i give well see here's the thing they've known each other since they were kids obviously because their moms are best friends i give them a four out of five stars because i am I kind of am a sucker for childhood friends to lovers. I just think growing up that they grew up together just makes it so great. So I give them a four to five stars for their me cute. So like I said, I love them for their childhood friends to lovers. The thing about Conrad and Belly is it takes a long time for them to realize that they can be with each other. They they make so many mistakes. They want to be together, but it's just never the right time for them. And so... When they do eventually get together when it is the right time. It makes me so happy. And the reason the relationship is so great is because of this. It The fact that it takes three entire books for them to finally be happy together. Because their characters really take the time to grow on like themselves. And you get to know each of the characters. You get to watch them grow up as they make mistakes. As they learn more about themselves. And as they grow as people before they they can actually be in a relationship. So they each get time to grow on their own, to learn more about themselves, and to be able to take care of themselves before they actually get to be with each other. And then they get together at the very end when they've had all this time to develop on their own and then and also together. And after you've gotten to know both of these characters more on their own, 
you get to be so happy when they get together because after all these years of wanting to be together caring for each other and never quite being able to get it right it's so it's so good i love this i love them so much i need to reread these books probably i'll reread them in the summer for obvious reasons um i just i love them so much here's a special thing between the two conrad okay well here's the thing a lot of people don't like this storyline because conrad was winning he went to the pier with belly when they were little because conrad wanted to talk to and impress a girl um and in doing so he wins a teddy bear called junior mint for belly and he gives her the teddy bear and it's really cute a lot of people don't like the story because conrad was there for someone else but honestly i think it's so cute because it's just it became because belly loved conrad for like her entire life she loves the teddy bear and she cherishes it and she takes it for probably more than it is but it just becomes like a bigger thing in their relationship um and it morphs into something really sweet and i really love that for them and guys season two of the show is coming out and i'm pretty sure i saw something saying we're gonna get the backstory for junior mint that we didn't get in season one and i'm so excited for that to see the bear um and the fact that conrad won it for her despite the fact that he was there for someone else it's just it's so sweet because they were children but it's just so sweet another the third thing i loved this scene this scene made me cry I don't know. I was just really in my feels when reading this book for the first time. When so Conrad and Belly and Stephen and Jeremiah, so their brothers, and them were at the mall and they were left there alone. I think like Belly's like nine or eight or nine or something. Conrad's like twelve. I don't know. He's oldest, but he's supposed to be watching. You know, taking care of them. And he and the boys want to go to the arcade, but Belly doesn't want to do that. So she goes to a different store and he's like, okay, just be back at this time. But she gets, she loses track of time and she comes back way later than she's supposed to. And because she was at this store and she was looking at this like glass, I think it was a unicorn. And so there was one for like, there was a one for like a, a cheaper one and then there was more expensive one and belly can only afford the cheap one so she got herself the cheap one um and conrad was so mad when she came back because she came back late and he was like oh my god i'm in charge of you like if you got lost if anything happened i would have been in trouble like why did you do that and he's so mad at her and she's just like i was just looking at the unicorns i'm sorry because obviously they're both like little kids and he's like oh yeah just don't do it again um and then a few weeks later on belly's birthday he gets her the unicorn the expensive one the 20 dollar one that she couldn't afford for her birthday and it's just it's the sweetest thing because he was paying like the fact okay again they were like 12 but the fact that he was paying attention that much and that he got her the unicorn <laughs> was just so sweet because she couldn't get it for herself anyways yeah i love that they have all these cute moments uh, for them as they're growing up because they care about each other so much. Oh, wait. Okay, I just remembered one more. The last moment thing I'm going to talk about between them is the dancing. Because Conrad, when they're little, Conrad teaches Belly to dance. 
um against like his his belly wants to dance and so but she doesn't have anyone to dance with and so his mom forces him to dance with belly and he teaches her how to do this specific dance and so together they learn that dance and it was so sweet because then when they grow up again um conrad brings it up once at night and they dance again together and it's just like the sweetest thing and i just i love them all these little moments that they have that's what makes the series so great is because they grow like it shows all the moments from when they were like little children to literally like at the start of their adulthood like early 20s maybe and so you get to see all these moments from them from like being little to like being <laughs> like growing into themselves um and i just love them and so those are just some of my favorite moments between them and i give these moments 4.5 out of 5 stars all right quotes i feel like i could find so many more but like i said just one of the most important quotes okay so there's this one just because you bury something that doesn't mean it stops existing those feelings they'd been there all along all that time i had to face it he was part of my DNA. I had brown hair and I had freckles and I would always have Conrad in my heart. The fact that they're just always... <laughs> They've been in each other's lives for so long and they know that they're always gonna be intertwined together. I think there's another quote that goes to me like, a piece of my heart will always belong to Conrad. I don't remember where that's from, but... I just think their entire thing, even when they aren't together, even when they don't think like they're ever going to be able to get together again, they're always going to be a part of each other and they're always going to have a little part that belongs to one another. It is just so amazing. The next one, the most iconic one maybe, is, so no, he didn't give me flowers or candy. He gave me the moon and the stars. Infinity. Duh! It's so sweet infinity is their thing i love it oh that's another thing i could have put for their things and this quote just oh makes me feel things i don't know like i said these i cannot put into words how much i love these characters and how much i love these books they're just so amazing to me and yeah these quotes iconic i love them and so I give the quotes a 5 out of 5 star rating. So my overall rating for this couple is 13.5 out of 15. That's pretty high. I don't know if it gets any higher than that. Um, Alright, the final couple I'm going to be talking about for this episode. Alex and Henry from Red, White, and Royal Blue were saving the best for last. I could not go an episode, obviously, without talking about these two. Because I love them. Okay. I said I've loved them. I love them so much in this episode, but I truly do care about these characters so much. One of my favorite books ever, Alex and Henry from Red, White, and Royal Blue. Okay, let's talk about it. So, the whole premise of their relationship, again, this is a really popular book, but I'm going to explain it anyways. Alex is the first son of America, Henry is the Prince of England, and they are famously known to not like each other. And one day when they get into an altercation that gets out to the tabloids and blows up, they have to fix it. And in order to do so, um, they have to spend a bunch of time together and like do a bunch of stuff for the press so that, you know, it doesn't blow up that there's this big 
drama between the two even that there is and so then they start they start actually getting to know each other a bit more and even after all the press is done they start texting and they start emailing and they start to fall in love and it's this big thing because like obviously they're both these big public figures like not just public figures but like world like world leaders well they belong to like big um families of big leaders of the world so they're obviously like bit like prominent figures um for the world and so it's like if this were to ever come out it'd be a, a huge deal and yeah so i'm giving their meet cute i don't know if it's really a meet cute they meet like years before the book but so instead of the meet cute i'm gonna be rating them for like just the whole premise of their relationship which is like it's like an enemies to lovers but like it's a bigger deal because they're both like what's the word for it? very popular people um and yeah so i give their like the whole premise of the relationship i give a 4.75 out of 5 it's so unique like it's such a unique situation um i think it's really creative and i love them so 4.75 out of 5 so nicknames there's not really nicknames in this book what i can think of is they call each other a lot of silly things but i feel like the most prominent is alex calls henry hrh prince dickhead because he doesn't like him so that's just that's like hrh stands for his royal highness um that's just like a silly one i'm pretty sure henry calls alex love because he's british so he goes love that was so bad <laughs> we're not gonna talk about it um yeah those are the only names i can think of but they're very cute very sweet i love them and so i give their nicknames like not the most original not the cutest but they are kind of silly love is really sweet but it's not that original hrh prince dickhead is kind of funny <laughs> so i give these nicknames three out of five stars quotes i have a lot of these okay so the first is the iconic history huh so good because the way history plays such a prominent role in the relationship like you know because well first when they they're first starting the relationship they talk about all these figures in history mainly like queer ones that have made history and have had had such a prominent impact in the world that they've created um and then the fact that they're becoming people who are gonna have a prominent impact on history so good <laughs> relating to the last quote is because it's <laughs> it's just them in history and they're making history and it's scary but they're gonna do it and it's so sweet next one is amazing it's I'm never going to love anybody in the world like I love you. Just my heart. Oh my god. So sweet. This one I loved. I remember, I distinctly remember reading about this one and being like, wow. Um, and I think this is Alex's dad. He says, sometimes you just have to jump and hope it's not a cliff. Okay, and then the last quote I'm going to give. I've given a lot more than the last ones, but. And then I was a careless fool and I fell in love with you anyway. When you rang me at truly shocking hours of the night, I loved you. 
when you kissed me in disgusting public toilets and pouted in hotel bars and made me happy in ways in which it had never even occurred to me that a mangled up, locked up person like me could be happy. I loved you. And then inexplicably, you had the absolute audacity to love me back. Can you believe it? <laughs> that quote. Oh my god. So sweet. I love them. I think they're so sweet. And so I give the quotes a rating of 5 out of 5 stars. And that brings their overall rating to 12.75. Oh, is that right? Are we sure? To 12.75 out of 15. That was all the couples I had to talk about. Let's see. Who did I give the highest rating to? Ayla and Cryer. Let's review. Ayla and Cryer had an 11 out of 15 rating. Alex and Henry got a 12.75 out of 15. Conrad and Belly, 12 out of 15. Garrett and Hannah, 11.5 out of 15. So I think that makes the highest Alex and Henry, which I honestly expected because they're, <laughs> I don't want to say my favorite, but they're probably, it's definitely a tie between Conrad and Belly, Alex and Henry, but I just, I love all these characters so much and they're my favorites and they mean so much to me. And so I love to make this episode a little appreciation episode for them and also for the valentines that was definitely a ride of (laughs) talking about my favorite book characters but i had so much fun and i hope you did too thank you so much for listening if you're interested in keeping up with the podcast and keeping up with me and see what i'm reading right now then you should definitely go check the podcast out on instagram at bella's bookish banter if you're listening on apple podcast or spotify please leave a rating or review it seriously helps out so much and it makes me so happy and i'd appreciate it so much also a little plug for the podcast pinterest um i have a lot of pinterest boards on my pinterest for these books if you want to check those out or you want some inspiration for your own then the podcast is also on pinterest at bella's bookish banter if you want to talk about books or you want to give me a book rec please send me a dm on instagram or pinterest i would love to hear from you Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you have a fantabulous day. Goodbye.